Public Affairs with Songezo Mapete. We on it's 2051 Songezo Mapete here on SAFM. I beg your pardon, I read the wrong name. I beg your pardon for that. Completely my fault. Selo Mugwana, Deputy Chairperson of this Kukune Liquor Traders Association, is on the line together with Lesibo. Lesiba Mutwa, artist and member of the trade union for musicians in South Africa. And the conversation is coming from the fact that the Department of Economic Development, Environment and Tourism in the Limpopo province announced the implementation of a new alcohol curfew dubbed Midnight Law. The regulation overhaul is set to come into effect on 1 August 2023 and will tackle social issues ranging from community instability to GBV. The law will limit the operating hours of establishments selling liquor. Here's what you need to know. The new law pledges to enforce strict cutoffs for liquor trading hours, ensuring nightclubs, taverns, shabines and restaurants selling alcohol cease operations by midnight. The Limbopo government is being threatened with court action over its new liquor law. Some say that the new law or curfew of alcohol sales is due to kick in next month is the best or is in the best interests of citizens. Some quite the opposite. Selo, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Selo Mukwana, Deputy Chairperson of Skukune Liquor Traders Association. Your thoughts on this proposal for 1 August, which is in literally a week from now. Uh, good evening to the viewers of ACL. Thanks again for giving us this opportunity. Uh, as from Atsikukuni Liquor Traders Association. Uh, we feel that no, this is a misdirection which the Limpopo Economic Development is taking, based on the fact that uh, it's known for the fact of saying that no, the people of South Africa should be considered and their wills must come first. And then we feel that no, it's going to have a hard impact on the business uh, uh, sector of small SMEs whereby uh, in a sense of saying that the curfew which they want to implement, it's mostly when it's the crucial peak hours of business for us in terms of where we have to book our uh, artists and connect with uh, the community during weekends where they even have to refresh themselves and then take into consideration that there are no entertainment centers which we as humans can get, a, get around without within the province. Okay. Let's talk about the fact that this is not entirely unprecedented. I mean, for the best part of two and a half years, this was an on and off measure. In fact, there were certain stages and times that liquor sales were completely unavailable, not just in Limpopo, but the country over. And we saw, for instance, the correlation between absence of liquor in the markets and at positive reflection, if you will, in terms of healthcare utilization and and access to services which can be directly linked to the sale and or availability of liquor. Now, this is not an express ban, as would have been the case, for instance, in the hard days of lockdown 2020-21 and parts of 2022. What now is so deplorable about a midnight curfew? And, And it's for everybody, not for some, it's for everybody who is in the business of liquor. By midnight, you are done. What's the yeah, issue? No, yeah, I think it's going to hit hard in a sense of saying that. So, uh, we've seen it through 
many measures that law. Uh, the government also used the liquor industry in a form of a scapegoat. So we don't want to go through the situation that uh, next time, even even when the country roads are going to full, the, be full of potholes, will be telling us, no, it's because of the liquor industry. So based on the social wheels that we have in largely in the country, and I take into consideration that South Africa is also one of the uh, most con- con- convenient countries around in the world in, in the top 10. But what's mainly questionable is that within the top 10 countries that co- consume the most, as you find that South Africa, it is the most country with the so- most social ills. And then it has been proven uh, scientifically and through research that no, mostly social ills. <clears throat> which will normally hit the country in terms of uh, all related activities, crime, so you can name them. It's because of uh, social economic issues. And then most, it should be addressed in the form of by the state intervention in large numbers, then with the assistance of small SMEs and corporates. But here is the state responding, as you suggest, I mean, they could have picked any indicator in response to some of the socio-ills in society. In this instance, they have identified liquor and everything that stems from liquor and linking it to the social ills to which you make reference as a national catastrophe. What, in the absence of this particular then intervention, would you suggest would be just as effective an intervention without hitting presumably hard at those who are in the retail of liquor. What would you suggest? Because government has thought of options, and this is the option that is available to government, that government is of the view, with its resources and information and everything else available to it, has come to that decision. You disagree. Fine. How do you disagree? Replace it. Supplant what government is doing. I disagree based on the fact that uh, I think that uh, in terms of within the couple of years which you also come from, COVID has also demonstrated that law uh, sometimes social issues are not uh, mainly conducted by uh, consumption of liquor. It happened that during COVID, that uh, we've seen a spike of rises of COVID, uh, of, of domestic violence, and generally in social issues of crime. And then that was proven scientifically that during COVID, even although alcohol was restricted, so the issue of then using the alcohol industry as a scapegoat should come to an end. Although I'm not saying that uh, some of them, uh, some of the social issues are not conducted, uh, are not conducted in in, in in on consumption premises. What I'm also trying to say is, government should even strengthen the awareness campaign that they should touch it to the level where they bring it inside the on consumption premises. I think then, as a society at large, we'll start engaging it in. Uh, it through uh, communication and then we'll have an open discussion in it. Very well. Selo Mukwana, I'm going to continue with you after the break, but very shortly, let's just get some preliminary thoughts from an artist and a member of the Trade Union for Musicians in the country, Lesiba Mutua, who's also here suggesting that this is going to hurt artists. Let's hear it now from the perspective of artists. Lesiba, good evening. Thank you for joining. Good evening, good evening, and how are you? And good I'm evening fine, thank listeners. you. I'm good fine, evening. thank you, thanks. Good evening to the listeners also. In a minute, what, what, what is your position and where exactly is the anxiety that this proposed change is hitting the artists? Well, the, the, 
the anxiety or what we see as a challenge, obviously, is, is that most of our members or musicians and generally DJs will be affected by this law uh, that is being introduced. Uh, there's a lot of work that happens during that time, uh, mostly uh, around 10 to 2, uh, where musicians are booked and they are, uh, they are in, in, in clubs, in, in restaurants, uh, and, and spaces that, that, that are run by the traders. And they are going to be affected by this. So the anxiety and the worry and the concern is around them uh, losing opportunities of work. And, and then in a country where we we have um, employment, high employment rates, and, and people are trying to to do their best to get work, and spaces are offering them uh, work, uh, we do not want to be taking that opportunity away from them. I think as my colleague has stated earlier on, there are other ways that we should be thinking about to mitigate against you should have proposed those other ways on the other side of the break. What those other ways are, please, if I can have proposals from you, just as well. I mean, I, I, it might sound very flippant, and it's not intended to be, but if that is indeed the concern that there are those who do trade and business around liquor sales, what if all of that happened a couple of hours before? Would that not be mitigated at all? These are just questions that I'm throwing out there for you to engage on the other side of the news break. We have to go to news now for the time is 21 hours. Public Affairs with Yeah, good evening everybody. Thank you for joining us and thank you to those who were with us in the first hour. This is Songezo with the SAFM Viewpoint. The original Viewpoint voices, yeah, going nowhere anytime soon. I'm done with my escapades. I'm done being sick. I'm done climbing mountains. And I am back here to discuss some very important issues, national issues, now specifically Limbopo particular issues. We are in conversation with Mr. Selo Mugwana, Deputy Chairperson of the Skukuna Liquor Traders Association, as well as Lesiba Mutwa, artist and member of the Trade Union for Musicians of South Africa. Now, they are raising their objections to the curfew that says no sales of liquor from midnight just a message that has come through which has drawn my attention to the fact that no sales does not mean no consumption. It's just controlling sales after midnight, which therefore then create more of certainly. doesn't necessarily take out of the equation and picture completely, but it certainly does mitigate, to whatever the extent, the kinds of challenges we have in this country clearly been able to associate with high volumes of liquor consumption. Now, I did pose to Lesiba before the break that would the argument that they raise change or is anything turning on the fact that if we say these gigs that are built around liquor consumption stroke sales were to take place say two or three hours before, would the argument be any different? Mindful of the fact that liquor sales is the issue, not liquor consumption after midnight. So, Lesiba, I do want you to continue, please, engaging some of the concerns that you would have raised, particularly focusing on how this might, as you would suggest, impact on artists who build their brands and build their livelihoods around the nightlife, where alcohol consumption is part and parcel of that business model, if you will. 
Yeah, I think before the thank you very much, uh, Sangas. I think before the break, I had indicated uh, some of the issues, but I wanted to also pick up on on something that you you raised uh, earlier, uh, which was a comment around the COVID time, uh, where you know you indicated that there was there was a positive. Uh, uh, reflection. I don't know if you use the word reflection on 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 society when there was a ban on liquor. I don't want to misquote you, mm. but it also depends on on where you're coming from, you know, and how you are looking at it. Because from the creative and cultural industries, it, it was not so positive. You mm. know, you you had a lot of complaints from the cultural and creative industry. And remember, this was. This was a almost a two-year ban uh, where the creative and cultural sector was not working at all. Musicians, uh, creatives were committing suicide. Kids were they were chased from schools because parents couldn't afford, uh, you know, to pay school fees. They were, their cars were taken away. They were chased out of their bonds, their houses, and so. So it was not so positive. It always depends on where you are looking at, from what angle. So, so the creative and cultural industry was was shut down for that period of time, almost two to two, two and a half years, and the creatives were not working. And now, at a point, which is a year, at a point where we are all talking about the reconstruction, the recovery of the creative and cultural sector, which is a very important sector, contributing close to 174 billion into into the GDP, they are trying to come back and 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 recover from that that space. And now we have a situation where in Limpopo, uh, creatives who are, as I said, trying to come back, are being shut down from working. Uh, so there will always be unintended consequences. I, I think one of the things that we, we must say is that we are not advocating, or we, are not, we are not supporting the government in what they are trying to achieve, which is Dealing with issues of crime, of gender-based violence, and so on, and so on, and so on. No, we, we support you don't that. take issue with that, sure. Let, let no, me no, no, interrupt no, you let, against let, what you are saying. I think no, let, 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 let me finish. There is no one who would uh, not support that. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. no one who would not say, you know, we support crime, we support gender-based violence. Mm-hmm. But we are here as creatives and as artists, and we are a very powerful instrument uh, and a partner that can be used to to educate, to advocate for advocacy programs within partnership with government, with trade, with, 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 with the trade associations and all other stakeholders to say, here's the problem. How do we work together to do this? But you do not go and then shut down one, 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 one aspect of, the, of, of an economic sector in mm. order to try to solve another problem. Because let's see, but let's so take a call. Let's okay. take a call. I am running out of time. I beg your pardon. There's Tembi KZN. Good evening. Thank you for joining. Um, of course, I, I mentioned that you are from KZN in this conversation, yes. but l- l- let's engage the Limpopo question, shall we? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know why I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this, in this topic? Because mm. I support the Limpopo government for, for not allowing to sell alcohol their whole night until early in the morning. This thing is not right. And it's not opening good or job opportunities by selling alcohol. There's too many ways they can do job opportunities besides selling alcohol. Okay, it's very sad when you see people selling their morning, meeting them in the special station, you see they never food, they've been drinking the whole night, looking like zombies. They want to kill 
make more zombies in Rimpopo. That's why this thing I support such a way. Now, all South Africa, they must recommend this thing not spending at all in the night. It's not right at all. It's making people zombies early in the morning. They know, bringing the alcohol the whole night until the next morning. It's not right, my brother. I'm sorry, this guy is fighting for the nonsense. That is nonsense to, to open by alcohol in South Africa. It's not right. There's other too many ways to make besides alcohol. So my brother to be so emotional and angry. But it's rubbish that the opening talk by alcohol it has and everything. Uh, this thing uh, is putting children to all people to go, not sleeping, drinking alcohol one way. Not right this thing. Okay. No, I'm thank so, you, thank so you so good. much. Thanks, my brother. I do appreciate that. I did struggle to hear you, so I'm only gonna say that as I come back to you, um Asello, to the extent that you were able to hear. It seems like what is clearly a concern, and, and I mean there is no empirical evidence beyond the fact that the government is proposing this and uh, our brother in KZN's Tembiso supports it, the social ills that are associated with long into the night sales of liquor have created the kinds of challenges now that we as a society through the government, Limbobo government in this instance, are saying here and no further. And perhaps I should emphasize again, it's not to say liquor itself cannot be consumed. It's just that liquor cannot be for sale post-midnight. And I'm going to liken this to the, a lot of bars. I'm not going to say majority or minority of, but there's that thing that is called last round. They ring the bell at 23 hours, and you've got another 30 minutes to buy your last round of drinks. And then they will take their time to wind down operations, ideally wind down operations at midnight. That on its own is not an issue. I've never come across that, and I don't drink, but I don't think I've ever come across that as an issue. That's not to say if you want to go into the night, you cannot just stock up and go. In other words, disengage, deassemble from this environment that creates or lends itself to the problems. A couple of weeks ago, we saw what happens with pens down in the Eastern Cape. Surely that is a far greater social challenge than the idea of being able to sell into the night, which sale is not on its own prescribed, just not at a certain hour or beyond. In other words, we can bring all of what you are suggesting an hour or two into the day, and then at the appropriate time, people disassemble. Is there something which government, against what I'm saying, is getting fundamentally wrong that then does not associate with the business and the economic indicators of liquor sales, where then you have to take issue on behalf of those stakeholders who draw a living out of it? Final comment from you, Sedlo. Yeah. No, I think that... Uh was quite important based on the fact that uh, I think the primary challenge that we're all facing is not the issue of sale, it's just an issue of consumption to teach uh, and drive awareness to consumers when to stop. And then the other issues which I just want to raise in terms of that, we've got approximately about in Limpopo only, we've got about plus minus 25,000 jobs, indirect jobs. And then we're talking about uh, uh, Direct jobs, we've got about 20,000. 20, and then indirect jobs, we've got about 15,000. And then considering the fact that you know, uh, the approach and the manner in which the travel approach to us from government is not in the proper manner. Hence, you've mentioned that, no, it's, it's true. 
we've seen the issue of innovating, and then as the business community and all affected stakeholders, we should sit down and talk uh, this issue, maybe come up with proposal of saying that more uh, at seven, which normally runs uh, from six o'clock, they should be straight entrance, uh, right of administration observed. That those are the practical things which we must start teaching in our community. As I was saying that uh, the community uh, awareness should be strong in seven because of the we, mm. we never get to, to dialogue it very strongly typically. So I think uh, I think this decision is not going to be doable. Hence, we we taking it from the practical side of the operation of the business and fine, then taking to good. Yeah, nothing. Let me just give a final comment to you, Lesiba, as well. I don't have a question, but do you want to round up by saying this is how you've understood this conversation and perhaps these are some of the issues that you will really forge ahead in engaging government before 1 August? Lesiba, are you still there? I, I so. Yeah, okay, please go ahead. 30 seconds. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I think for us... Uh, from the cultural and creative industries, we, we want uh, our creatives to, to work. And um, we do not want a situation where we, we are going to be taken back into spaces where, or a time where they, they, those opportunities that exist at the moment. It's not only the musicians that we're talking about, remember, we're talking about other pockets within the cultural industries, maybe the technical sector, maybe the promoters, and maybe so it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a quite a number of subsectors that are going to be affected. We are talking about musicians in particular, but in particular now, but there are other subsectors that are going to be affected. And as my colleague was saying earlier on, there are a lot of jobs that are going to be lost. Uh, and we do not want to have, we know the government is trying to balance. Uh, it's faced with a major challenge of unemployment and young people being unemployed and the rising crime statistics that are being that have been spoken about. But we are we are saying shutting down the the, the spaces of work for 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 us as creatives is not the way to go. There are other ways in which, as we it has been proposed and has been spoken earlier, we can work with yeah, let's leave okay. it there. Gentlemen, thank you so much for well, your time. You I appreciate the respect and the level of engagement. It certainly yeah. can get us somewhere, but um, I, I don't think, and I'm being selfish and I'm projecting here, I'm not at the stage anyway convinced. I think I'm with Limbobo government. So Limbobo 1, Traders Association and the Trade Union, zero. We continue on another day. 9.20 is the time. After the break, we continue.